0: We all love an impressive performance on the field. And now, thanks to our latest sponsor, Pilot, you can have an impressive performance in the bedroom too. Pilot provides Aussie men with the clinical tools to treat bedroom issues like erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. Not a fan of the doctor's office? Pilot is all online, so you can sort it out right now over the phone, and with free delivery Australia-wide, you can be back on your game in no time. Head to pilot.com.au today and get started. Play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but i got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's Aces. Head online to rixiewear.com.au and use the discount code Aces and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout. And free express shipping. So head online, ricksireware.com.au, and check it out. All right, do we have a big show for you today? Let's get stuck into it. Welcome back to Only Sport, episode three. Do we have a big lineup today? I'm spitting all over the joint here, boys. That's how excited I am. I've got two guests in the building. First time we've had two guests for Only Sport, episode three. We've already had Job and Hayden Crozier last week on fire with his Antonio Brown story. We have Griffin Logan, Jaden Stevenson in the house from North Melbourne, a big Saints man with Chris Alave over there. And we've got Logie Bear coming out of rehab. What do you got there, Logie Bear? You got the jeans and joggers.
1: It's the chunders, mate. Can't beat it. Got the uh, new. I don't know. Got him from London. (laughs) A pair of jeans. Jeez, how how dull is that?
0: Any energy? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, come come in the (laughs) studio. You sound uh, like you're going to fall asleep, (laughs) son. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how are we, boys?
1: Good, mate. Good. Yeah, going well. Pleasure pleasure to be here, Train. It's great to have you. Actually, we're known as Kamara Sutra. So it's get it right. It ties in well. So it does.
0: The boys love their NFL fantasy. We'll get to that soon. Now, obviously with our only sport concept, it's all about you guys as athletes and you as fans. We'll start with as athletes, um, a little bit more serious, but
2: what drew you to sport? What what when it all started, where like what drew you to it? I think it's probably just family. My my grandparents were big sportsmen. Uh, my mum, my dad, they both loved it. So from an early age I was hanging around the local footy club and career club of a Thursday night. We'd go Watched dad. Dad played into his 40s, both footy and cricket. So um, was always down there and enjoyed watching. And um, I think that's probably started growing my passion. I gave every sport a try, footy, cricket, tennis, swimming, got a black belt in karate. So did, every, did karate. a little bit of everything. Yeah. The karate kid? Have you used it on anyone, like mucking around? No, nah, it's all about self defense. So you don't use it on people. You okay? Defend yourself. Have you had to use it though? No, I haven't. No. That's that's awesome. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't fight out of a wet paper bag, could you? Well, <laughs> no, I know oh, I couldn't. Like <laughs> oh. in karate. Come on now. <laughs> so <laughs> bat, really. that's pretty impressive. You, you played cricket this other day as well, didn't you? You got yeah. Played. <laughs> always play one or two games with Fentry Gully um, oh, really? in the off season. So played cricket, miss trainer Monday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
2: elite. How'd you go? Not too bad. Bowled one over. It was a maiden. Then I uh, chucked the gloves on and wicket kept and. Uh, batted at four, came in at two for five, and made thirty six or something off twenty five
1: balls. That's yeah, a lead. You're wicked keeping way a bit of the Brad Haddon getting get a run. Yeah.
2: Sitting there, Bradley, Bradley Haddon. <laughs> leave, <laughs> the joke, <laughs> leave the jokes, to train. That's shocking.
0: one loves his uh, Bradley Haddon. Did you play cricket growing up? Nah, nah, nah. You weren't a ball sport
1: man. You're no, more just a big basketball. Ang- oh, basketball. basketball. What um, position did you play? Oh, Mister Fix it three and D. Eh? Whatever you wanted. <laughs> did good. you have the hops like back in the day yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah, I can still jam it and stuff now, but just wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't. No, nah, I'm glad I chose against it. It was a fun sport. It was fucking. It was a very good, good sport to play. Yeah, what other sports big, did you do? We all know you're a big rower. Yeah, good, good sporting pedigree in my family. Like good athletes.
0: Hey, tell everyone about your background. Actually, get into it. People listening don't know this stuff, bro. Uh, so really get right into no. the detail. Uh,
1: Grandma went to birthday today. Actually, already gave, given a wow, well call. This will be out in four 80, weeks. That's all right. Um, so she went to the Commonwealth Games for long jump. She's a gun. Go. So pretty good, very good. She came fourth there. Off the um, long run, she's good. Uh, her husband, um, known as Dida to me, he's big Croatian fella, like six five, full of muscle. He was the uh, state discus champion for twenty years. Um, Is he your
2: grandpa or not? Yeah, yeah granddad. Yeah. yeah. What do you away. call him?
1: Dida. Dida. Yeah, that's Croatian. Croatian. Yeah. Um, so they had kids. My mum was a state basketball and four hundred meter runner. Her older sister Dana was the state hurdler. Um, younger sister Helen was a basketballer as well, and then the old eldest brother was blah Blahov basketballer, a couple of Olympics and Captain the Wildcats. P- Peter? And Andrew. Andrew. Close. Peter Vlachos, I think, is a new I love that. You've got to get into the, the detail reporter. here, man. I oh, know. But, yeah, so no. he skipped the Wildcats and did a few, four Olympics or something, so. Big name. Great Can't one run run. for your
0: pedigree. When Griff was coming through the ranks, it got him in first round. I'm telling you, they said, oh, he's out <laughs> of the, <laughs> they uh, the,
1: They saw the pedigree, saw him, blow up the draft, come by, and then bang, whammy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy will be anything. He'll <laughs> be anything. And Dad, Dad was a good athlete as always, well. a rower, so. The old boy was rolling down in Melbourne not long just ago. Just recently, yeah, yeah. Just recently, he had the, the mixed masters. They had a, got a few like, um, past Olympians that join their crew and stuff—it's—it's it's pretty full on. Like he had a—that's a fair crack. I run past there, and it's
0: like it is full on. There's a lot going on. Was there like some kind of competition going on just at the big, moment?
1: Yeah, big regatta there that that day.
0: And people that ride the bikes—what's your thought? Like, so people ride the bikes and they're on the microphones. What well, are... gen-
1: generally for those bikes? Like you go up and it's a two-k race, so it's just a straight. So you can actually coach from the side or like spare on spare them on with wh- yeah. Whether, whether it's race day, you can. Rever Marple. So,
0: but what are they doing? Like, because I actually have never been around the coaches, sport. Are they just co- coaching? Coaches,
1: just spectators. It's a good way to watch. Yeah. If, okay. you're, just, if you're cycling along, yeah.
0: When you're growing up, if AFL wasn't here, boys, what was the sport that you think? Do you think there was another sport that you may have been able to make it at if you put your mind to it or
2: nearly at? Uh probably not. Nah, had um, was all right at cricket. It was all right at everything. I sort of tried, but um, table tennis probably my next best thing. I uh, still undefeated in table tennis. Really? So anyone out there that. Reckons they can challenge us, yeah, let us know. Right. yeah
1: You're a keen golfer though. You, you take golf now if you wish. Yeah, I'm no good. I enjoy it. but I'm You're not, pretty good at good. everything, you? wish I you started golf younger then sport wise, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Not too bad. Do you wish you started golf younger now that you love it so much? If you had to started it back then, you'd probably be a gun at it. Yeah, certainly. I
2: um when I have a kid, I think I'll be getting him out on the course, might even buy a property on Heritage Golf Course and in his spare time he can go out there at one two Smart. and hit the balls down the fairway. Yeah. Normal.
0: Walk him straight to the path through the old boy with a bucket of beers in his hands and away <laughs> we go. If sport wasn't around, what else do you think you'd be doing, boys? Jeez. Um, Clearly, life after football has to be coming through your minds, yeah. even when you're 20, whether you're 24.
1: Still, still studying part-time, so I reckon I would have really hooked into that and like physiotherapy, I like that. I've had plenty of injuries now, so something I like, I'm um, fairly passionate about and have enough knowledge about. But, nah, know, I'm very, very grateful for the opportunity and position I'm in, that's for sure. It's a... <laughs> I was whinging about how long a day I had to hear before, but then yeah, you get a couple of reality check after a few whiles and – it's a good job. It's the best bloody job in the world. Yeah, it's a good job, especially with the money you're getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> to not play. <laughs> to do bench press. All <laughs> oh, right. Hey, you're looking. Your skin folds are blown out. You told yeah, me. Skin, skinnies are up, but strong as an ox at the moment.
0: So That's outrageous that, that he's got uh, 72 skin. Was it 70? On, yeah. No, 60. Yeah, 60 skin folds. I used to have that, <laughs> and yeah. I was sloppy. This bloke's a machine, so yeah. must be, uh, high, must be really yeah. indulging it's over just, there in rehab.
1: It's, it's a bit higher through uh, the start of the year than Christmas, because then you come back after the Christmas break and go, geez, you dropped 10 skin. So yeah me, it's smart and
0: also you can't do much cardio when you're not running as you know as, as you will be no, no, soon no, you can do
1: plenty you can do plenty mate plenty I was just, just trying
0: to back you up. Steve-o, um do. what when you think back to when you're a kid and um and there's a lot of people listening that will have kids or they're young you know the uh, athletes that want to be following in both your footsteps to play AFL one day what are some of the sacrifices you made that still stand out today that you remember making a smart decision or things you'
2: always dealt with to to kind of get to where you are Yeah, I actually made quite a lot of sacrifices looking back. I um, was fortunate enough to have a girlfriend uh, throughout my my later years of high school, which really helped me um, not want to go to the parties. I'd I'd always go to the parties, like my mates would have their 18ths and I would go get there at 7.30 when it started and leave at 9.30 and not drink or any of that sort of stuff. So I made a lot of those little sacrifices, um, which in the long run have paid paid off because um, all my mates that were... Having a good time and, and drinking and all that sort of stuff. Um, I can now do it now on a bigger budget. So it's yeah. it's worked out perfect. <laughs> it's exactly
0: right. It, 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 it's well said on a bigger budget. Yeah. It's spot on though. Like you can you can catch you can get all that stuff later on in life. Um and you can burn you can burn the candle. Uh, Like, you know, let's not hide behind the fact that people at 16 and 17 are uh, misbehaving and carrying on a little bit and indulging at these house parties. And if you're trying to be um, an AFL player, like you guys are, like you got to, you do have to go home or you do have to,
2: you know, sacrifice in doing what your mates are doing. I think certainly with AFL too, because there's a lot of other sports where you can, you can make it at 19, 20, 21. But reality is, as an AFL player, you make it at eighteen. Like you get drafted at eighteen out of the TAC Cup, or your waffle sample, whatever it may be. Um, there's always a few mature ages that get picked up, but most of the time it's eighteen. So you, mm. I mean, you can have some good fun between sixteen and eighteen, but you can have a lot more fun between yeah. twenty and
1: twenty-five. It's, so it's not the be all end all at eighteen. Like there's plenty of good stories. Matt Prittis, mate, three drafts, Bain, yeah, yeah Brownlow yeah, yeah. medalists. You know you gotta you gotta understand. But that would have been doing everything. For, for right, Pete, yeah, for some like Prittis, he was the one that was. Every day, even even after his brown, that was still back at the club doing extras. But I know, I know, I know what you're saying. But what about I mean, you, Griff? You didn't make many, did you? Sacrifices, no, I'm nah, plenty. Yeah, yeah. For in a pretty sporting family, like you learn from a young age standards, training standards, discipline, all the lines of that. I mean, majority of it, I would have learned from my older brother, to be honest. Probably oh, when we're talking about what got you into sport, you said family. Like either oh, yeah, the family, just constant competition with the older brother. He teaches you a lot of things and yeah sacrifices as you said like you you can't really afford to be going out and getting blind if you've got training on like a Friday or a Saturday it's just too hard to it's pretty hard to front up to training on you when you're a bit hungover so especially when when you're young you just don't even don't even bother doing that but it's more than that drinking it's just the general lifestyle choices and um, yeah I just think diet from a young age. I've look, always looked at that and staying. in the What else? Uh,
0: let's get into the tra- – like that's all the specifics. What training? I know – like I know, you know, I know your story really well, but like give people out there like an insight. Like you do extras to get to where you are. You don't just go along with emotions in the program that's set. Like what extras were you doing that will help someone out well, there? Well,
1: you learn, you learn where your weaknesses and strengths are. You get told them from a early enough age once you're in through many talent pathways, whatever it is that you're – whatever approach it is that you're going to, to your sport. Um, whatever sport that may be, and then you go back and and you you look at that. So for me, early on, it was flexibility, which is what you wouldn't think of that as ones, but I'd just be stretching every day, every morning, trying to get the best, trying to get the flexi- most flexible hammies in, in the game, and they didn't pan out too well because I kept kept doing them early in my career, but made of iron now. But hopefully, I don't do them again. Um, <laughs> that's would. But
2: my, my biggest advice would be just enjoy playing sport. Like I, yeah. I know that I would sit at school knowing that I had footy training that night. And you didn't even have to do that extra stuff, but because I was enjoying every minute I was at training, so then I was putting in more effort at training. I enjoyed playing games, all that sort of stuff. I think that really went a long way. Like, it was my highlight of my week, those three nights, the two nights of training and the one game day. Best time of the week yeah, when I was a Nothing kid. better, was it? You get there early, you're last to leave, the old man's trying to drag you out, you have yeah. a couple more snaps. Reckon, nah, it's great.
1: Even with that, like, you can – from a young age, like 10 or 12, I didn't ever – Plan on want to be an AFL player like I wanted to just, like, try every sport, boss. But I owe all that to mum and dad. Like they were aside from cricket, they let me play every sport in the world. Dad has said no, not up than champ. No cricket. <laughs> <He> <laughs> you said, know what? I said, don't he blame said, Mate, them. I got that much to do at the house. I'm not sitting out watching play cricket. <laughs> ne- like never missed a game of footy. Like and he would support me in anything I do. But cricket, he guess no that than champ. So cricket quite, is I'd, a big But I try like every sport and not put all my eggs in one basket and. You don't have to have it all have decided by then, but once you find something, like you said, you enjoy and you're passionate about, just stick to it and it should work out if you really want to make it work.
0: It's good. Let's stick on the um, the career that you both have you know been on so far, being AFL footballers. What's been the most challenging moment you've had individually and how, to, how have you overcome
1: it? And break it down. Don't, you know, I don't want to... I'll go, I'm probably going through mine right now, yep. I'd have to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, hurting, hurting the knee pretty, pretty bad. Doing an ACL and going through a reco with that's been one of the most challenging parts of my life. Pretty grateful that, and lucky that I haven't had to um, be through too many hardships through life. And that's this is probably the biggest one. It's challenging mentally to preparing to kind of potentially not play, and yet I'm for the whole year, and then coming in every day and training each day, and even post surgery and. Um, before the off season started, I was kind of started my my training regime, and it's uh, a lot heavier than what I'd been doing, like in terms of gym work and plenty of swimming and and all. That, even though my skin to keep blowing out, swimming's meant to be the best thing for it. So I've made that study's an idiot, but um, that's probably the most challenging thing for myself. Yeah, going through a, this kind of big period in rehab, I've spent a bit of time in rehab, but it's just different when you you know what it is, and it's a 12 month injury, and it's everything's tracking well at the moment, but it's just. It's yeah. just going to battle up and down so far of just kind of getting excited to train or just going and here we go again. Yes. Yeah, so, and, what
0: are the challenges that you've gone through? What have you learned about yourself? And I appreciate you sharing them because hey, we just had Will Ashcroft on and he said the same thing. He, you know, he's got a great outlook on life and he's just going to come big, you know, come back bigger and better, and he understands what he has to do and. But he said it was a real challenge the first four to six weeks, the fact that he couldn't even walk and, you know, just want to go for a run all that stuff's taken away from you.
1: Thing. Like, obviously, you put it into perspective, it could happen at a, a lot worse time. Um, like if it happened this the time I did it last year when I was out of contract and that would have created a whole another thrown another span in the works. But um, I think just the monotony of coming in and doing the same shit over and over again where you've got your program set out and it's the same stuff that you've been doing for the last four weeks. You just look at it and go – like you're going around in circles, you go just again. feel like and you like they then they say, Oh yeah, a bit swollen here. So you just kinda of like you look like you're getting better, then you just drop and then you kind of plateau and then have a good day where you hit, hit a few um KPIs, but then yeah, essentially it's just that rebellion against doing just the same stuff the whole time. So, so how
0: are you overcoming it? Like what do you what kind of trigger you got? Who are you just speaking set, to?
1: Setting, setting little goals. Goals. Like, yeah. Goal setting. So not to the point where I'm put A date in the calendar and said, I'm going to be back this day because shit happens and I know what it's like with injuries, but just so cliche, but just one one little goal at a time, one little tick off. So I've got all these markers and stuff that they've put in my program, whether it's a strength marker, or endurance marker, or something like hitting a certain speed, etc. So yep. there are things you just get excited for. And like you, like Will would have said, you just never take it for granted again. Like running, first run back, it's just like it was, remind me the, the first couple runs back when you actually start. Any a bit of pace up. It's just you just – you know, what it's like you're a good runner. Like you love running around the track in your spare time. Yeah, try, yeah. Trying to hit 10.05. No, in, no, I know. Trying to hit 10.05 in the 3K. So.
0: I'll do that. I could do that. I yeah. did a little run yesterday. No, but thank you for sharing that because it is uh, it is important. And, mate, there's a lot of people out there that have gone through not only just ACLs but other injuries. And 12 months out of your life of, you know, doing your professional job, it's not an easy thing. And that's why we do joke because we're good mates. But, uh, yeah, it's great that you shared that. What about you, Steve? What's been your biggest challenge that you've had and how have you overcome
2: it? Yeah, I was actually having to think about that while Griff was talking and probably getting traded was my biggest challenge I've had to overcome. Um, that feeling of everything's going pretty well. Like I was three years in the AFL system, had a few good years, one down year that year. And um, to get the phone call from a manager saying they want to trade you, it's, um, it's pretty heartbreaking. And like we touched on before, I played all these sports, tennis, cricket, whatever it may be, footy. And you've always been the first picked, or the one that everyone wants on their team, and to then go from that to someone saying, "Well, we don't want you on our team," mm. it's a bit of a a kick in the guts, and something I yeah I struggled to deal with, just to get my head around, I suppose. Um, but in in on reflection, I can I can see why they made the decision that they did. I understand that the AFL is a business, and um, it was a financial decision for them in the end, and. One, if I was the uh, if I was the CEO or the president of Collingwood, I probably would have made the same decision.
0: Yeah. And how did you? How have you overcome that? How have you kind of accepted it and now flourished at North?
2: Yeah, I think probably entering North was what um, helped me overcome it because I realised I was in such an amazing place, around great people, um, from staff to administrators to my teammates. They're all great people and a really uh, it's a really friendly workplace to walk into every day. So. That certainly made it a lot easier and a lot easier for me to overcome. Yeah. no, nah, well, well, said and
0: it's almost like rejection. I know exactly how yeah. you feel when you get, you know, you get delisted, and you think, oh, I'm only 25 or 26. I'm meant to be in my prime, and you know, you, you feel somewhat different to what you've always felt. Especially when you do come through as juniors, just spot on. Like when you're a kid, you, you really don't get picked, or you know, especially in your field. So when you do get to that elite level, you're no longer like you're no longer the guy. You're kind of playing a role it's um, a big shift isn't it go, I was talking to someone the other day
2: when's the last time you won a trophy you would have won you, NAB yeah probably the rising star NAB yeah. rising star how many years ago was that oh, I won Peter Scanlon community award actually this year for oh that's great that's awesome work off the field yeah. that's so a hey, well done that's that was awesome. my last trophy <laughs> that's, that's, no that's big
0: I love I, like, Griff's, and griff being big on this as well when we're at Freo the community stuff is something you'll be proud about later in life You, when you reflect. It's obviously you want all the, you know, the team accolades and, you know, win, win a flag, but the community awards, uh, they mean a lot. And I don't know, you know, you know that you're doing them anyway. You don't do them for the awards, but that, that's awesome. Well done. What about you, Griff? When's the last time you won an individual? Like it's not.
1: Uh, no, the year 12 won in the. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. When, when I won a flag with you, mate. But- Yeah, Waffle. Waffle. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, There you go. Waffle flag. The That's team team success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
2: was great as well. Um, That was good fun. That was good fun. But as I say. Because you go up and it's like, It's probably six, seven, eight trophies you're getting every year. Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, another one. like, you're just throwing (laughs) them out the back. Then you get to 18.
1: stacking up the first ribbons and all the athletic cards and stuff. Yeah, it becomes toilet paper. You (laughs) don't need them. (laughs) (laughs) you got that many of
0: them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only staring right here on only sports. No, but you do. You win so much when you're like 16, 17. You get to – I don't think I've had anything since. I'm 30. (laughs) Um, Speaking of rejection. What about – let's flip it. What's one
2: of the most memorable moments you've had so far in your careers? Uh, for mine it's pretty easy playing in the AFL grand final. Um yeah. to come in my first year and um yeah, have the year that we did and, and make it to the grand, it was unbelievable. And a lot of people would say playing that day was the most amazing, but I really loved the grand final parade. Like the whole yeah. sitting in the back of the Utes and there just waving to the crowd. You honestly had a sore sore jaw, a sore face. My hand was sore from being up the whole time and about ten minutes in I'd need to go to the toilet. So um, my bladder was sore as well. So although everything was sore, it was the most amazing thing to just see fans aplenty plenty just as, down the street. As streets.
1: amazing as it is, like is it draining, like, you know, or are you just filled with energy from that? Like, not nah, like it? I said, I had this yeah. much
2: pain here, there, and everywhere. But like no, I said, I still goes, look yeah. back on it now as probably the best day of my life. Yeah, yeah. What about That's you, awesome. Grief? Uh,
1: I'll probably oh. most memorable. I think I think winning my uh, the school my school cup. Yeah, right. First time in, it was well you awesome. put that
0: above pill. Jeez. It was the
1: first time in fifty-seven years the school's won, oh, really? won it, won it, yeah. And now that it was with plenty of played with plenty of boys, but now that how it's unfolded, like it was with Zachy Fish at the time. So he's obviously got the trade across the north now. We've got the opportunity to do something like that again. It's just um looking back, that was that was awesome. That whole that whole year was um it was great. For like our final game, we teed it up with a band. Like ever the whole school came down to watch, <laughs> and we were mates of the band, um, and they came like the school band, whatever it is, they came down and played Joker and the Thief, oh, just rocking it like, and we're running out to Joker and the Thief. That's it was a like, lead, like, great, it's like great college. song. it's it what, it what it was like. The whole school's watching, oh, just like yeah. carrying on. We played against Camp, Camp Zerha's Wesley's team. Fucking, it was Kanza, Pepper, 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 Shea Bolton. Smashed oh wow, them. good lineup, mate! Smashed them ten so goals. You like, like you kicked the first, and we. Oh yeah, there you back. go, there
0: you go. That's a great memory. All the time. Guilford
1: Grammar. I'll, I'll uh, forever be grateful for mum and dad go. sending me there and. And Fifty-seven should, and, years, and, and you should be grateful for us winning the winning the bloody cup for you so.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that is fantastic. Well, you kicked the first there, and I think you kicked the last for the uh, the waffle peel oh, bundle. <laughs> <That's good, that's laughs> last ever
1: on Subiaco. That's that's actually the one. Was it the last goal remember. ever? Last goal ever at Subiaco Oval. There you go. I didn't, that's a <laughs> after, <laughs> it, after no the one siren. No one waf- played after the game. siren in a waffle granny. The only game played after was the. Uh, that Aussie rules against Ireland or something. So that wasn't so AFL. Can't I can't classify go. first ever goal at Mount Barker. what might top it Little out in Adelaide Hills. <laughs> 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 I'll tell you kick the last in the next 20 after that. <laughs> Joe Daher have to sit on my shoulders.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. Right, a couple more before we finish. But advice for young guys, you know, following in your footsteps. You kind of touched on it earlier, but just one point, you've probably given it advice before, one main thing that you think would be good for them to listen to
1: um I just say when it comes to sport in general not just sport AFL. in general I' just say there's plenty this year these days there's plenty of pathways that get you into all these and everyone's getting better and better like there's so much upskilling that gets done at a younger age now whether you whatever sport you play like, there's so much opportunity and scope to get better and there's plenty more coaches out there you've got all these body coaches to get your your rig in order and stuff um but I think the main ones is to have fun find something you love. Stick to it and get around get around that. Love it, having fun. You I reckon you've got a different answer for parents and kids. Like I
2: gotta understand that the kid, although they do a lot of work to get to where they are where I have, my I couldn't have done it without my family. So mm-hmm. like Griff said, for the kids, enjoy what you do, try everything. Um, and then for the parents, obviously give your kids the ability to try everything. Don't don't knock them if they wanna Play cricket. Don't. No. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad that, example. The man. old boys. Don't, role jump. don't knock them if they want to try basketball. Don't yeah, knock yeah. them if they want to try ballet dancing. And Just don't them... force them into something they don't want because you want them to have that. Yeah. If they want to, yeah. if they want to do something because they think they'll enjoy it, I think as long as you're financially able to, let them do as much as they can. No, it's fantastic advice.
0: Um, I love asking everyone that question because everyone's got some different advice. And I love the way you split that up for parents and for kids. Brilliant. Last one on being an athlete before we get into being a fan of only sport and our halftime segment brought to you by pilot.com.au. Okay. High stakes. So how do you guys deal with the pressures of AFL football? You know, if you're playing on these guys that kick four goals a game that, you know, at any stage, they can average, you know, one or two. But if you're off your game, they, they make you look like a fool. Um, Lance Franklin did that once and, well, more than once. Um, and you actually <laughs> well, played once. pretty well, you know, like jokes aside. Best, best game you, you, is you, kick six. And then, yeah, and then, so Griff's a fullback, obviously. And then you got Steve, are you at the other end playing forward? Um, There's pressures to kick goals, you know, whether your goal kicking's off, you know, you're a dead-eyed dick. But how have you guys both dealt with the pressures um, externally, media, you know, the club, fans,
2: family? How do you guys block that out and just stick to task? I think in all successful athletes, whether it be AFL or any other sport in the world, I think there's a little part of us that are are show-offs, if that makes any sense. So um, you don't get to where you are without wanting to perform when the right people are watching or... And I always feel like when the crowd's bigger, you play better. And I think it just comes down to us. We've got a little bit of show-off in us. So the bigger the pressure, the bigger the moment, the more you want to show off and the more you you have the
1: opportunity too. Love it. Yeah, same, same, same as that, like with that idea of it's different for like a back. You can't really show off as much. It's more that butterflies and urge that you get when you're competing and you feel like you're going to get beaten and you're like, first thing, you don't want to let your teammates down. You don't want to let your team down. But then at the same time, you've gone head to head like as a full back with full forward. You just don't want to be standing next to them the next play when they've got the camera on you, saying <laughs> "Look, who we'll just kicked the goal?" Like you just that you don't want that. Even though the, the, the game we play now is D like we share the goals, etc. But I think that the competition, like that's what drives me to keep going forward. And whether it's big moment, small moment, no moment at all, like I just i I don't want I don't want to lose it, and mm. I don't want to. As just like be be the man and that that's stand up and and you just get the job done. I actually Love
2: listened it. to a uh, podcast with Stuart Broad talking about baseball, and obviously it's gotten a lot more people into cricket. Everyone's watching England play cricket because of the way they play; it's entertaining. And he was saying how Brendan McCallum, like they never talk about winning or losing. Like we should have won that game or we shouldn't have lost that game. It's all about did we entertain? Were the people watching on the TV? Were the people in the stands? Were they entertained? And he goes, I can go out there knowing that he will come up to me before I go out to bat and say, Stuart. Oh, it's been a little bit boring the last hour. You're, you're going to go in next. I want you to try to hit the first ball for four and I want you to hit the second ball for six. And he goes, so I go out there and, yeah, all right, I hit it for four and six. I go out the next ball for ten. Come off, pat on the back. You've entertained. So on your point there about stepping up, it's like at the end of the day, we are entertainers. We're there to entertain the crowds and the people Better and that's how you get seats. fans.
0: Bums on seats. I like it. I like it. He's uh, a, a typical Ford right here. That's not so entertaining <laughs> than the other end, brother. I'll give you the tip, but I love the mindset as a Ford. Uh, very good. Well, guess what? That time, I think it might be halftime entertainment. Beto. <laughs> Here it is, <laughs> halftime entertainment with our friends at Pilot. The trap on. One thing with Pilot, this is the best part. Do you boys hate going to the doctors? Can't stand it, mate. Yeah. Not ideal. The worst, right? They're no stress right here with Pilot. You get your phone, you book online, you get an appointment, and if you use the discount code ACEs20, you get 20% off and it's shipping Australian-wide, first-time users only and Pilot will deliver all your scripts to your door if you've got any issues. Deliver all confidential To your doorstep. To your doorstep. No <laughs> lining up. Oh, i got to go to the doctors. No need you to just get in the car. No, no need to get in the car. You can stay in your bed. You just get onto pilot.com.au and- And you check out, you get a little consult there with a doctor all online. It's all confidential and you don't even have to worry about going to the doctors. You can do it really quickly, efficiently. And they're honestly saving so many men out there, especially with those with premature ejaculation and uh, erectile dysfunction. And they like to call that P-E and E-D. But our friends at Pilot um, and as I said are looking after us with a discount code anyone else out there that you know, 20, yeah? wants a sort of Aces 20 this leads us to our half time entertainment question we want to know about the moment you've had a huge flop on the field yep. and a moment in time where you really let yourself down Um, a, yeah a huge flop on the field that still stands out today where you're like
1: wow I, I, I got one I got one Um, it's not so much on the field it's year 12 in, uh, in school and we're talking about you're always competing and this is the first time i wanted to win like an open athletics competition and um it was in the hurdles actually like just was one of those sports i went to and i was like i can't win this i'm not going to win this but if i get the technique right i I can win this so the week before the inter school went there um and it was like well you go against four other schools called the quadratic meet, and then you do the inter school against how the six seven schools whatever blew them out of the water I've i in flying, flying colours. The first, and the, this this is like the Smile the, the warm up. I've won by six lengths, it's like it's flying so I was like righto raging hot favourite. The week later into the into school athletics, massive like it Perry Lake Stadium This is new over in Perth, massive stand. All the schools watching, like everything, everyone's everyone seeing. Gun goes off. Open open hurdles are off. First hurdle, bang. Second hurdle, bang. I mean, already ahead by five like five five metres pretty much from flying. Third hurdle, just fucking click, clock, bang. I've whacked whack my shin, split it open, done a, done a sun salt, front flip, <laughs> rolled over everything. All, I hear all these schools that are watching, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Come in as a raging hot favorite. Finish dead last. Get up and finish. T- table between your legs. Bloke who wins is the bloke i pumped the week before. Go, Go upstairs and... So my poor old grandma she knows she's obviously that athletics background, she's just falling her eyes in. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that was the Saying final. how bad she feels for me. I was sitting there with a big smile going, whoopsie. There you <laughs> Bit go. of a whoopsie that one. So. Big loggy. Genuine, flopping on the, genuine in the, flop. Yeah. Flopping
0: in the final on, in hurdles. Yeah. There there's, you go, that's a different flight. Didn't
1: have me showmanship on, clearly. Didn't have me showmanship. <laughs> <I> wasn't, <laughs> wasn't ready, ready to, to show to, up that day.
0: Was not ready to entertain. Needed no. more, needed a bigger performance. And that's exactly what pilots do. They
2: help you with your biggest performance in the bedroom. What about you, Steve O? He was talking about Buddy Franklin kicking six in him before, but um there was a moment Same in again. a game two years Same ago. <laughs> where we <laughs> I was actually playing the back line and I'd taken eight or nine kick ins that day. Um it hit every target piercing up the guts, wherever. Yeah,
1: 30, 30, didn't you? Had, you had yeah, up? probably
2: 30, but 19 kick-ins. Um, <laughs> and then one of them, it was late in the game, and Buddy's standing on the mark. He's 20 metres away, whatever the rule is. And I never t- – I'm not a short kick. I don't want to kick it 15, 20 metres from, from a kick-out. Yeah. And I've got Aiden Core and Luke McDonald, who are quite passionate on field. Kick it, kick it, kick it. Like, I sort of really stumbled in that moment. Like, I wasn't used to taking these kick-ins. Really stumbled to try to kick it to them. Buddy intercepted it, I've put my hands in my head and Buddy's ran past me and just dribbled the goal through, so... That's my biggest flop. That
0: was a big flop, actually. I think he ran past what your hand was still in your head. Was that the one?
2: Yeah. There you
0: go. That is a flop. Kicking in, missing the 45, and kicking it to the greatest (laughs) of all time. That's a a big flop. Well, there you go. A couple of flops from the boys, Steve-O and Logie Bear right there. And a big shout-out to Pilot once again. As we said, going soft, you know, need some help. Well, they can help you with a solid performance. Just head to pilot.com.au and use ACES 20.0 at checkout if you're going to get into it. Now it's time for the second half, boys. This is where we get into being a fan of only sport. Enough talking about yourselves. This is where we really just shine. I want to know a bit more about sport in general and where you've become fanatical. What's your favourite sport that you've fallen in love with? What's the number one sport? I'll start with you, Griff.
1: NFL, I think. I can't can't get past that. I was, wasn't too crash on it when I first even got drafted. I remember it being up on the screens. At Freo and I just like couldn't watch it, couldn't get stuck into it. Um did one year of fantasy and then was just hooked from then on and just loved it. Love so, it. And in Perth you get up at two AM, one AM to watch all the bit the red zone. Loved it. A bit harder in Perth, bit easier now. It's probably the main reason. I got the trade in the end, just to get up at five AM, <laughs> a bit of a sleep in. Um it's it's just a it's different to the NBA where you know they kind of rest, you got Kawhi um, landed resting and back to back so like, come on come on son get on the get park a bar. lot of games in the NBA where... so many more games yeah, it's different yep. but yeah, every game's out to win so it reminds me of us like you, you don't want to drop four points ever so they always want to win Um, so yeah NFL or um, yeah it's have to be that or the darts I love the darts the darts yeah, <laughs> <fan girl> and... <laughs> there
0: you go we'll come back to that yeah. what about you Steve you number one sport yeah in NFL why?
2: as well like Griff said the early mornings it starts at 3am games at the start of the year and we're out to 5am games at the moment but Um, I think just the the ability for clutch moments in it all the time is is amazing. Like NBA, I do like watching the NBA, but I enjoy the last two minutes when it's close more than anything else. Mm. And I think the NFL has the opportunity to have those clutch moments throughout the first, second, third, and fourth quarter. So, um, I think that's what
1: really draws it draws me to it. If I had to say, it just drags on a bit long. For, like, if, you, if I'm honest, the, the NFL's game, game primetime NFL. games have been that bad. I reckon. Well, they've well, been unders, so that's probably why. Yeah, the well, bears that's not entertaining. It's are
0: about entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Get but the they, bears they, off TV. Like,
1: also, like, the reviews and stuff, like, between plays and. Throw the flag and then you wait five minutes to the thing. And-
0: well, a clean game isn't like that. If you get good teams, like if you saw Philly play the Bills recently, that is, that's that's bums that. on seats, 60-plus points. That's why the unders, like I was saying, is boring. Entertainment. We want entertainment. We want mm. points. Not too many points, but like enough points, you know. That's why Dallas are good to watch. San Fran, great D, great offense. Um, what is it about the sport, though, that you love the most? Like there's one thing that you think
2: NFL – this is my favorite thing about NFL. What is it, steve The clutch moments. Clutch moments. Every time
1: you've got third and whatever, yeah, it's always clutch. Yeah, you, agree? I, I think the actual athletes, yeah, like the just power athletes, and they just – they'll give you, you know, 100 meters sprints in 11, 10, 11 seconds, or they'll just give you these high-flying jumps that – at the weight, they a lot of them carry a bit of weight as well. Like it's impressive to see how they. There's some
0: big boys. There's some some of those some big
1: quick... boys as well. Like oh, talking man. like the big three fifty pounders. Like <laughs> I met one. They get going.
0: I met one recently, like in college. Went to the USC. Got a little <laughs> tour of the facility with Crozzy, Naughty, and Buku. And anyway, we went down under there and they're like taking us, you know, underneath. And it was it was like Captain's Run day before they're we probably there about an hour before their team meeting, so the boys are starting to roll in. And one of the one of the offensive linemen just come from the gym. I'm not joking you; his biceps were bigger. Like I've got skinny legs, but they're not like you know they're skinny. But he had a, his bicep was bigger than my quad, <laughs> and I'm not. And, I'm, and he was about six foot three, and he was just a monster. Yeah, <laughs> I was like,
1: boys. just uh, good luck getting past that bloke. And um, he didn't fall on top of you as well. Some of those like when those big linebackers come and crush those poor old quarterbacks. Oh, Kirk, mate. Kirk Cousins an- this year, he's just getting smashed, wasn't he? Like? I know, I know.
0: Um, What's the most memorable sport you've been to live, w- sporting event? So a moment where you've gone to a, an event and you just will never forget
2: it. For me, I think it's a pretty easy one, actually. I went. I was lucky enough to go to the tennis when uh, Kokanakis and, and Kyrgios were playing the doubles, and that was just exploding. They had Care Arena, they were wanting to – I mean, the – Craig Tiley, who runs the Australian Open, he wanted to put them on Rod Laver, but they're like, nah, we won't care, Rena. <laughs> it's the general admission spot, and it was one of the rowdiest tennis matches you, like I've ever seen. So that was that topped. It was unbelievable feeling, being in the crowd, listening. They were getting around the crowd, which tennis players don't often do. Um, so if I could live through that again, I would. Entertainment. It's all we want, That'd isn't it?
1: Touched on the darts before. In terms of live sport, I went to the darts when it came to Perth when I was 18, and it was one of the best things I've ever seen everyone everyone goes and dresses up the same as what Steve had touched on like being rowdy and stuff you jump in and everyone's in these dress ups and you're watching some of the best go about it
0: It's crazy. Michael Van Gogh and
1: Phil Taylor like there the, Wizard, the Wizard of Oz is there and you just someone hits a 180 and the crowd just erupts and it is <laughs> like you, you don't end up watching much like much darts but you end up hearing like 180 <laughs> 180 <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's how he does that like, it's uh, oh, He does the maths that quick, and he's just sitting there. everyone loves in The crowd it. looks like they're getting sliced. It's unbelievable. It is a very, oh, better, very oh, yeah. They, darts. Well, they, well, they did they did it once in Melbourne, and they just someone started throwing chairs, and it got it got ugly. Yeah, it's for a bit, rowdy. So.
0: It's rowdy. Nah, well said. I, I don't think we've had the darts. So that's that's good by you. Let's. Um, the next question I got for you boys is: Who is the coolest person athlete you've ever met? And, and explain the moment you met them and how you met them. We want detail here at Only Sport. Coolest athlete.
2: Whoa. Start with you, steve yeah, I was, uh Probably Kyle Chalmers. Um, yeah. He's a yeah, freestyle champion for Australia and um, one of the best blokes I've met. So I went to Bali in an off-season trip uh, two years ago, and um, I got a message from Kyle just on Instagram saying, hey, mate, I'm coming to Bali too. Do you want to catch up for a beer? And had never spoken to him before, nothing. And I was like, yeah, all right. So about four or five days into the trip, went and met up with him, End up having a big night, uh, may have come off a scooter, all this sort of stuff. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we've kept in contact ever since. And I'm actually going over to Adelaide for this New Year's to, to see him and spend New Year's with him. So That's awesome. Um, yeah, he does, doesn't really feel like a big star, but I think – in Retrospect, he yeah, he actually is massive, yeah, he is, and especially in that sport to win gold in what he's done is crazy,
0: yeah. Well said, and one of the best people, and a great person too. makes yeah. it, it makes it, yeah, it makes it awesome, so down to earth and humble. Love that. What about you, Griff? Who's Whoa. the coolest person you've met in your time? Ah, uh, met
1: a couple, met a couple cool, well, re- well, reel uh, them off, Reel them off. No, nah, most recently, actually, and look and to see how he's taken off now, probably Lou Headley from um, just got signed by the. New Orleans Saints as a, as a key punter there. He took us around, um, he's mates with Butter Wilson, Nath, Nath Wilson. So he made, he made me uh, message him and butter him up a bit when we are in Miami a couple of years the ago. Mary the Mary Mandra. The Mary Mandra. Mandra Greyhounds as Nath, well. Nash Wills, got still got the sauce soot. <laughs> so um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he told me the to mes- message uh, Lou and, uh, yeah, to his credit, show, showed us around the facilities in uh, at Miami U. And then um, that was before he'd been picked up as well. By New Orleans and then, yeah, obviously dominating now. So he's That's getting, so cool. Getting the chance to get a few puns You have to go in. see
0: him in action next season, yeah, and yeah. Uh, take Steve-O with you because steve a is a massive – Saints fan. Massive Saints man. I'm just loading me phone. You know when your phone – I've got me questions here and this is why you're probably wondering, but you know when your phone just turns off like on low power mode, it's, it's hurting me. So if anyone knows how to get that off, that'd be fantastic. But we've got a few more here, boys. Now, this one's about um, – If you could be anyone in the sporting world right now for a week, just one week, who would it be and what would you love to do? Anyone in the sporting world right now. You get to just jump in their body and be them. I'd
1: be Tyson Fury. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why? World heavyweight boxing champion of the world. You'd know that you could stand in front of anyone in in a ring with gloves on and most likely knock them out. But more so just the way he lives his life, like a gypsy, he just like runs around, just funny voice, funny family, just. You'd love to live that lifestyle for right. a week? Just for, for a week, like, you know, just for a week. Just There you go. You just hear stories like he talks about uh, um, AJ Brown, uh, uh, what's his name, Anthony, Anthony Joshua, sorry, about how he dominates and how he's, you know, He's like built in a lab, and how he does all this training, and then Tyson Fury comes off, and he's like, "Yeah, for, for breakfast I had seventeen pints," and then just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. just, just comes in and dominates everyone put in front of him. Like most unassuming, and it's a great, it's a great story how he's came in, had the highs of the highs, mm-hmm. lows of the lows, and now he's back at the top. So a week in his shoes would be, uh, yeah, it'd be great. There you go, Big Fury. I wouldn't have picked that from you. What about you, steve I'm going to go down a similar path in the the
2: big fellas. I'm going to go John Daly. Um, <laughs> John-, John Daly, the the golfer, mate, he is, he is just
0: like, – Oh, the go- that's the golfer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's, an ex- he's an one.
2: extraordinary athlete. He- like to be as good as he was and have the diet and regime that he did, incredible. And even to oh, – So you want to sh- be him right now. I saw him on Instagram. Last night he's at a party with Future, Neo, all these rappers, and he's just sitting there in his colorful pants, big white beard, having a beer, and he probably was having a dart too, um, which and I wouldn't the- want to do, but – yeah, he's just, he just—he seems like he'd be a great person.
1: They're awesome, wouldn't, awesome wouldn't mind, athletes. I wouldn't, mind his, wouldn't mind his bankroll on the on the slots machines as well. I heard he used yeah. to, heard he used to do like ten thousand dollars slaps or something. Oh, he's slapping
0: whatever he wants. They make that much money. He just go right. I'll get it
2: back next week at a at a tournament, yeah. and he still slaps that ball around as good as anyone. He's amazing. Yeah, I think, it would be great. Just one day. Like I said, he had fun last night by the looks of it, so good on him. He has fun
0: every day. So Tyson Fury for Griffin Logue and John Daly for Jaden Stevenson. There you go. That's two new – I don't think we'll get them again. I love the way you <laughs> boys – Two blokes
1: that are just the pinnacle of peak performance. <laughs> yeah. Just look at them and go, that is peak athletic performance.
0: Um, If you could create your own TV show, so we have to organize a pilot episode. Remember pilot, head to pilot.com.au yeah. for all your men's health needs. Um, You have to do a pilot episode for a brand new TV show. And you have to pick one sporting event in the world to film it at.
2: What event would you love to film that at? Cool. And why? There's so many you could go to, and I think a Super Bowl would be an easy answer. Um, Super Bowl, like something like a big golf. You'd I'd probably go, to... go. I'd probably go to the Tour de France. Nice. Yeah, I just have been captivated by it. I watched the Netflix documentary. Um, didn't realize how much of a team sport it was, and. Um, actually listened to a podcast yesterday, Matt Keenan, who's like the voice, the head commentator for it, for all English speaking countries. So, um, I think it'd be an awesome spot to film. You get some nice scenery, you get the cobblestones there. And, um, I don't know, I'm sure there's a few French guys that have troubles getting it up too. I reckon they do. I reckon they do struggle <laughs> getting
0: up the hill. Some of those boys, they need to hit the pile and they can like, maximize their performance. What about you, Griff?
1: Uh, so what is it? You make your own TV show where?
0: So essentially you, you got the you're gonna be on T V and they go, Griff, we want you to go get a pilot episode. We're gonna send you anywhere in the world. Where do you wanna to be to create this this episode? What event do you think would be the craziest episode you could create, you know? Think, think about like, getaway with Jules Lung back in the like day. A, you know what I mean? But it's I like, think like it's, a, 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 U, a
1: U, UFC main event with Ooh. like your biggest, you know like McGregor's next fight. McGregor, Johnny Bones Jones, um, Volk. I can imagine seeing Volk and yeah, a couple of title fights around there. Maybe do it at the Sphere in Vegas. Yeah, I like I the reckon way you're thinking. That's just the like in terms of pure performance and like spectacle entertainment. Anyone that's not a fight fan, like you, still you'd still go on like you know, you'd still watch it. One
0: episode doco at the Sphere, You're be pretty cool. Yeah, with some yeah. big names
1: on the card. Yeah,
0: love it. Love the way you boys are thinking. You're really mixing it up. Well, I didn't pick this, being NFL fans, and I'm loving it because you're giving unique answers. Um, which we love, righto? Here's a great discussion. Who is the goat in your opinion,
2: Steve-o? Tiger Woods. There's no one that has been as dominant in their chosen sport. Maybe a Wilt Chamberlain in basketball, but I think the 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 uh, the play was <laughs> a little bit unfair. The <laughs> gris looking at me like. <laughs> but Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods, mate. He was winning majors by 12, 13 shots, which is just unheard of. We don't see it at all at the moment. I don't think we ever will in the future. Love so who is the GOAT? It's a big
1: question. Griff, who is the GOAT? It's a big question. Well, I've got two. One's Tom Brady. I just, what he's been able to do, whether or not, I don't know, I don't know enough about NFL, how much really comes into it. Like he could just have had the best offensive lines of all time and that so. give him that he's, much he's time playing, in the slot.
2: He's playing in a sport that only really Americans play though. How can you be the greatest of all time as a sportsman? Tiger Woods has had to beat every
1: single person in the world. Yeah. Yeah, and he's just first. Right. And- okay, scratch him. <laughs> Sorry, Brady. Not enough. Not enough, brother. Bron James is has to like you watch him now and for a while. Like I was like, oh, get off King, like washed King, all this stuff. And he's 39 years old, and he's going around and doing what, what he's doing. I just think it's pretty. Like it's a pretty typical one. Like, oh, yeah. Actually, take it. Take it back, John Bones Jones. Johnny Jones. So you've just jumped around. Yeah, yeah, I've jumped three sports, but... He's jumped around three no, no, times no. Well, from Brady he didn't let me, to LeBron, and Brady. then you've gone with John Jones. Brady and then I went, went with King James, which he will always be the king, all right? He won't be the... He's not the... John Bones Jones. He's the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time, I I believe. Done. Love it. I, think, I, think, I think ultimately,
2: probably, I do say Tiger, but I think it should come from maybe a soccer player. I don't know my soccer players too well, but like a Messi or someone...
0: Hey, p- I love the opinions. There's no doubt, soccer, just, player, just soccer it, fans just are just burning peel, at you boys right now. To be yeah. the
2: goat sportsman of all time, you have to have beaten the best. Right. And soccer, I think, would be the most played sport in the world. So for him to be the best out of the most numbers, he's possibly up there too. Yeah, no, I love it.
0: I love it. You boys are. Uh, well, I can't wait to clip these up, and <laughs> everyone in their comments is going to be coming for Griff. I reckon. <laughs> you think John Jones is the greatest but, of all time? I'm not. I'm not saying yes or no. I'm just saying in
1: his field. He's the baddest man on the no, planet. No, no, we're talking the greatest, the greatest of greatest all care, time. The greatest of all time, all right, and not everything comes in down. Sport. Not everything in comes sport, down fighting. We're talking about The greatest sport. of all time, if we go back in time from the Stone Age, number one pe- thing people did was fight and you put him in front of anyone, no one can beat him ever. Oh no, I like is it Marcus
2: Aurelius from Gladiator? He'd be up there too then, <laughs> if that's your theory. Johnny Bones Jones would fucking smash him. Hand-to-hand
1: <laughs> hand, hand hand combat, give him, give him a few Spartans to take on as well, and John Bones smash him.
0: Righto, boys. You don't come on here and go home empty-handed. Rick's Eyewear, this is you, everyone, for summer, but we've got you sorted. Obviously, summer around the corner, Rick's Eyewear. We have brand-new sunnies. I've got the Venice gold medal frames here for you, Stevo. I reckon that'll be suiting you. Entertaining everyone on the course, golf, golf course in South Australia with
1: Chalmers. you'll bloody love it. Mate. Uh, go, yeah, that's for <laughs> you know. and Charmy. Yeah, amazing, thank you. Oh, there you go. That is. Hello, very, that's, hello, that's, hello. John Daly. <laughs> hello, hey, John.
0: Hello, Johnny hello. Boy. <laughs> 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 and the Malrose Dark Storm green polarized lens for you, Griff. Green lens, know. green lens on it. I Have know you love, that. I know you love your Malrose, mate. So Do. the only things that fit my big schnoz, the big beak uh, boys. Thanks, Jerry. Look at that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and again, guys, aces. At discount code for Ricks and you get 20% off and free express shipping. Leave them on for me, Griff, for a second while I ask you this question. This one is lunch for three. Must cut one. Keep two. These are the names. David Beckham, Michael Jordan, and Tom Brady. Who
2: are you having lunch with out of those three? Start with you, Steve-O. Pick your two. Yeah, Michael Jordan's definitely coming. Um, it's toss-up between Becks and... Brady, but I'm – I'll cut Brady. Yeah, I just think – listened to a few of his inspirational speeches lately and um, as much as he's inspirational, I'm not sure he'd be great for the, the banter and the comedy, so I'm going to leave him out. Okay, you're going for more, again, entertainment. Entertainment. So, yeah, we Michael Jordan and David Beckham. I want stories and good times. Love it. Griff?
1: Yeah, I'd have Keep to – Keep him on, son. Keep him on. Sorry, brother. Um, <laughs> Jordan's Jordan, Jordan staying, MJ. He's staying. Uh, I reckon I'm the same. I don't know how much more Brady could offer in. and If you want to reach out, Tom, it's fine. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much more he could really offer in um, a conversation at dinner. And just think I just recently watched that Beckham doco, and that stuff I didn't even know about. So um, not that I know everything about Tom, first name basis. Uh, not that I know everything about MJ. That's what I love. I'd love to pick his brains. But if I get there, sit backs down, talk him, ask him about all that stuff that he went through. Yeah, Michael Jordan, so if you, if you said, get a few Dennis. I know I have called him the goat. No, you just said and Tom uh,
2: Brady's the goat. Now you're not invited. Yeah. You.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're <laughs> picking him apart, aren't we? Mate, fuck him. He's not. He's not coming. Um, yeah, MJ. Few few Rodman stories. That'll that'll do me. And uh, yeah, here's another one. Would you cut another one so you can have one on one, or would you prefer two? That'd be a weird dynamic, Beck, Beckham and, and Michael <laughs> Jordan. But do you think I'd take both? Yeah, uh, definitely both. If you can, yeah. You can have both, why not? Okay,
2: what's the first question you're first question you're asking MJ? Just one. Uh do you want a beer? Just yep. like gotta start it off well and yep. get friendly with him.
1: <laughs> can I have a photo? <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Straight off the no, no top. No
1: way. No way. No, oh, no. I oh, don't no. Ask him. First in depth question. Ask him if he wants a cigar or something. He loves those How are we? He loves, it. he loves those fucking things. <laughs>
2: That'd be tough. I'd hope they'd yeah initiate it. Hopefully, yeah, you'd be you'd be pretty nervous. I would you just being a fly on the wall just for those two having a chat. To
0: yeah. be honest, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: nah, it's very good. Well, there
0: you go. Rick's eyewear, lunch for three, cutting one. Griff's cut his goat almost. <laughs> he reckons he's boring, but he's the greatest of all time. We've also got hats, lads. I know Griff doesn't want one, but Steve-O, that's yours. If you want a hat, head to Rick's online. Uh, RickSightway.com, that is. Boys, thank you so much. That's episode three of Only Sport. We've dived into a little bit of your careers. We've also dived into being fans, big NFL fans, but big sports fans. Um, really appreciate uh, your honest conversations and tips and advice for everyone out there. As always, all the best with the preseason and the you know, season coming up in 2024. And To everyone listening, thank you so much for your support. As I said, Only Sport, new concept where we break down all sports um, as these athletes go on their journey or have already been on their journey. um, And there's only 12 episodes and that is number three. So three in the bank. We hope you uh, enjoyed that one. As always, like, subscribe, leave a comment, let us know what you think. And we'll see you next week on Only Sport. One more time because I really mean it. I just want to say a massive thank you for all the support you continue to give us at the American Aces. If you want to further support us, make sure you like and subscribe, hit the follow button so you can keep up to date with all our exciting shows and announcements. Righto, now it's time to give our sponsors a massive plug. Struggling to make it to third base before striking out? Wood not driving like it used to? Let me guess, tackle's gone a little bit soft no stress if you're having issues in the bedroom like erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation australia's favorite men's healthcare provider pilot has all the clinical tools you need to get your game back on track thousands of aussie men come to pilot to get simple discreet and clinical treatments online pilot has free shipping auto refills and free follow-ups over text with practitioners get started today at pilot.com.au and remember play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always talk about the Rixies, but I've got to offer you the discount again. In case you've forgotten or in case you're sleeping under a rock, we have a special discount code for everyone that listens to this podcast or watch the podcast. It's ACES. Head online to rixiwear.com.au and use the discount code ACES and you'll get 20% off. That's right, 20% off, one-fifth at checkout and free express shipping. So head online, au and check it out.